Hey everyone, welcome to the Waterlad Podcast, brought to you by Fortune Favours. I'm James Marshall, and today I have the guest you have all been waiting for. He's been a crusader. He's played for the Ospreys and Scarlets in Wales, and now he's back where it first started with the Tasman Marco. He's also my first Samoan international to come on the podcast, and he has the biggest head in international rugby. It is Karen Fonatier. Welcome, Fonny. Thanks for coming on, bro. Yeah, cheers to the lovely introduction, mate. <laughs> and thanks for hosting me with the deck. The deck is up and running, mate, and it is a lovely day. You just can't be out there because it's too loud. Too noisy with the traffic. Would have yeah. been a perfect setting, but I remember you talking about that deck the first time. You got it. You loved it, didn't you? Huge fan of the deck. Sold you the house. So, how's it been being back in Tasman? Yeah, man, it's been good. Eh? Um, it's been. I've been saying since I first got back, it's been like a breath of fresh air. Eh? Yeah, um, being back in New Zealand and with uh, familiar surroundings and stuff. Did you find extra pressure coming back as a Tasman legend? <laughs> um, no, no, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't put myself in the legendary <laughs> category. <laughs> um, but no, I didn't find any pressure. It was just uh it was just a nice way to come filter back into New Zealand though. Yeah, have you seen a massive difference from leaving to what it is now? Yeah, yeah. Um just the professionalism with the boys is yeah, another level than it was. And um just making smarter decisions, I suppose. Yeah. Going down um having one beer and knocking it on the head rather than we used to do. The old, yeah, we'll go down for a beer and cr- just crawling home at about three in the morning. Times have changed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how's your body, though? Feeling good? Yeah, mate. Um, body's feeling real good. Uh, had a few problems with my cast and stuff like that, but um, everything else is feeling really good. It's just stringing a few games um, together now. Yeah. Anyway, let's go back to the start for you. Um, you were born in Christchurch. What was it like for you growing up? Yeah, I um, I picked up a ball when I was four years old. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't do much. I just used to sort of sit around on the field and just decide what I'm going to do after the game with my mates. <laughs> had a year off when I was five, had a bit of a sabbatical, came back at six. <laughs> was that contractual issues? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just um, didn't really enjoy it. <laughs> then, but uh, at the age of six, I found my feet and, um, yeah, loved the day. Six years old, that's where you hit your form. That's where it all started, mate. That's where I hit my straps. Were you good? Um, yeah, I was, I was always a big kid. Yeah. Um, all the way up till I was about... Probably eleven or twelve, and oh, then yeah. and then everybody caught up and overtook. <laughs> so my jersey jersey pulling when I was tackling sort of didn't uh, have to as much effect as it did when I was younger, as I just used to look like a little bitch, really. <laughs> but then you must have had another big growth spurt because yeah. you were a big kid at school, eh? Yeah, when um when I was at high school, I sort of had a bit of a growing spurt when I was about 15 again. Yeah. Just was quite lanky, um, unsure of of what position I was supposed to be and yeah. just still trying to work things out, I suppose. Were you always a back? Yeah. Um, my stepdad tried to get me to go into number eight when I was a bit younger, but looking back on it, it's probably one of the smartest decisions I ever made because <laughs> looking at those guys at training, I always think, thank God I didn't take him up on that offer, eh? <laughs> Not quite the same, eh? <laughs> no, nah, I'd rather kick the ball than be in those, those malls and stuff. So what positions were you? Did you play 10, 12? Yeah, everywhere, bro. 10, 12. Nine 13. ever? Never nine. Yeah. Fullback? 
Yeah, fullback. Um, Versatile. Yeah, I think um, New Brighton, the the rugby team I used to play fullback in Christchurch, just named the team of the the decade or something, and then I, I was named at fullback there. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't actually play a game for them at fullback, but I think they're just trying to find ways to fit me in the team. So yeah, I had the well, fifteen. That's a compliment, eh? Yeah, I'll you take that. Been, eh? You must have been pretty good for them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did you always have a massive head, and did that ever hold you back? Yeah, it's always been a bit of a. Um, Bit of a point that everyone talks about when I was growing up. Um, <laughs> what age did you notice your incredibly sized dome? I still don't notice it, mate. It's just <laughs> everybody else has noticed, and I think it's pretty normal to ask me. When you stand next to guys like Andrew McAleer, you think, yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> but but um, no, I've, um, it's always been something I've had to deal with. <laughs> tend to probably affects my running style as well, where I sort of have to put my head back quite a bit to even even the rest of my body out because I'll probably fall over <laughs> if I lean too far forward. <laughs> That's why you got such strong core. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> I don't think that's the reason, mate. Oh, how good. Um, and Shirley Boys you went to, didn't you? Yeah, so I went to um, Aranui um, straight out of... Oh, did you? Yeah, straight out of uh, Intermediate. Went to Aranui for till fifth form. Um, decided that sort of wasn't for me because it was more of a league school. The only yeah. thing, the only thing that was appealing to me there was they just had a rugby academy, and that was sort of the only thing I could see oh, when yeah. I was looking at schools. Yeah. And my parents let me pick my school that I went to. So, so you chose Aaron. Chose there. Went there and and uh, yeah, decided that it wasn't for me. At about before my left, and went to Shirley Boys. Was that a rugby decision? Yeah. Yeah, I could just, it just was a bit of a league school. Did you not like league or did you try league? No, nah, I never tried league. Um, it's probably something I probably should have tried. Yeah. It suit me, not as um, much, I suppose, working off the ball and stuff like <laughs> that. So I probably, it would have, would have been quite nice just to hang out on that right hand side and, and do my thing when I got the ball. But, um, but no, nah, I went to Shirley Boys and uh, had a few close friends there as well and, and uh, ended up. Staying there a little bit longer than I should have and ended up repeating seven for so. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there much for the... Uh, I think I needed two credits to uh, finish uh, NCA level two and I didn't show up to one test the whole year. As soon as rugby <laughs> season was over, I was out of there on the tools, mate. <laughs> what were you doing on the tools? As a tyler. Tyler for five years. Oh, um, yeah. Was yeah. that after school? Yeah, and during. Oh, during. Um, <laughs> yeah, I sort of just did work experience on a... Thursday, Friday, and got paid for it. Got my money for the weekends after yeah. after the game, and use that to to go out with. Is that something you look to do after rugby? Yeah, me and um, me and Marty Banks are looking at starting up a tiling business and probably Christchurch or Nelson. Oh, go on. Yeah, plug it here, eh? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, good. What's it called? Uh, it doesn't actually have a name yet, <laughs> <laughs> and he knows zero about um, tiling, but I think he's pretty good at like social networking sort of stuff. So we'll be on my board, eh? <laughs> So you guys would go halves on that? Yeah, and yeah. And you'd do all the hard work? Halves. And uh, I just sort of, the game plan is, is for me to sort of um, run it a wee bit. He he um, advertises it and then hopefully get a couple of little Filipinos doing hard, <laughs> most of the hard work. <laughs> I point them in the right direction. <laughs> Classic. And then, also oh, Shirley Boys. I remember playing you, um, Nelson College, in a yeah. semi-final actually. yeah. And, oh um, yeah, yeah, big intercept, stole the game on full time. Look, Monk, 
Oh, it wasn't you. No, it wasn't yeah. me. Um, I remember Big Kev Moore got that insect, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, it was. We um, we qualified second that year. Um, we lost one game against Christchurch Boys High leading up to that final, which I happened to be the person that we lost that. Oh, old, did you? Yeah. The old, what happened? The old, um, I think Tim Bateman was at centre and he tried getting on my outside and got, got over the ball and um, Vinnie Munro penalised me for... For not releasing him over the ball, oh, 40, forty-five out, pretty much just walk off to the sheds because Slady was just knocking over everything <laughs> those days. So, uh, so the crowd was ready to run on the field until I gave away that penalty. Then they, they took it out. Slady banged it over from yeah forty-five. And oh won wow! The game. But um, yeah, that semi-final was sort of one of the games that sort of haunt you uh, a little bit. <laughs> we, I think the final was on Jade Stadium that year as well. Yeah. So, oh, man, it would have been nice to go out there, eh? <laughs> oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was so nice. Such a cool feel. Yeah. Not around anymore, that stadium. Uh, it was probably your last chance. So. <laughs> but, no, yeah, it was pretty devastating that game, to be honest. We ended up getting pumped by about 50, so probably Look, didn't deserve to be there, really. It probably should have been you guys. Looking back on it, that Christchurch boy team was pretty... Pretty ridiculous. It's so eh? pretty ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was everyone was pretty good. We had just big Kevin Moore <laughs> relying on intercepts. But it was you and Ryan Crotty, was it? Yeah, me and Crotts were sort of the the one two punch there. I was either twelve or first five would sort of rotate a wee bit. Yeah. Um and Sedamanasar. Yeah, big Sedamanasar was at eight. eight. Um I think all he, I think in that game, I think all he had to do was we had to just kick it, grind a few phases out or something, and then kick it out. And we would have, we would still would have won or something. Yeah. But I think he, um, he caught it off the kickoff and decided that he was gonna be a first Score. receiver at, uh, <laughs> at at league and just boot the thing downfield. So <laughs> a little bit of an experience there, but it was the so, penalty that cost you in the end, yeah, though, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pass the buck. Yeah. <laughs> But is it true that um, KK signed you thinking that you were Ryan Crotty or is that a yarn? Nah, that's true, man. Um, so we played Marlborough boys over there in the semi and um, New Zealand schools was looking at Ryan as a, as a 12. Yeah. So they moved him out to 12 and put me 10 and yeah. I was playing with this big knee brace because I used to have a knee problem. And uh, I ended up having a reasonable game because they pretty much just forgot about me because Ryan was at 12, so they just defended him and they ended up being a couple of holes for me. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I got my contract with Tasman and KK's pretty intimidating bloke, so it took me about two years to actually ask him how he found <laughs> me because I just was playing club rugby in Christchurch. <laughs> and um, he's like, oh, I'll never forget. Um, you were playing uh, against against our school team in, in Marlborough and... And you're a standout, mate. Remember, you're playing 12. I was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, nah, I was playing 10. He's like, nah, mate. They had this useless dude with a knee brace playing 10. <laughs> I was like, yeah, mate. That was me. <laughs> I'm quite lucky that me and Ryan used to look similar on the field. So uh, cheers, Crops, for the first contract, mate. <laughs> Had he not seen you play since school? <laughs> I don't know, mate. Um, Just sign knows, the dodgy knee brace guy. Everyone that knows KK knows a gambling. He's a bit of a gambling man, so he's taking a punt on me, I think. <laughs> oh, and it's paid off. <laughs> so how did how did that contract come about? Were you down in Christchurch at the time? Yeah, so um, I'd played, as I said, I'd played all my life for, for New Brighton. And yeah. then, um, then I decided to... 
make a move over to Christchurch because I played uh, Canterbury Colts with a lot of boys in the Christchurch rugby team. Oh, yeah. And you Brighton sort of had a – probably we had like an older team um, – not really hasn't really adapted to like uh, professional sort of yeah. environments and Christchurch is more like that because everyone was striving for bigger something things. yeah bigger things but in New Brighton everyone was sort of just happy to play club rugby yeah. and, and have beer after the game and yeah. that's what I thought the normal was yeah so I was doing that too um and then I went to Christchurch Brad Moore got me across there and uh, yeah, he I ended up having a reasonable t- season with them, and he asked me if he could be my agent. Brad Moore, the All Black coach. Yeah, yeah. So he oh, was my first agent. Look at yeah, um, and he. I remember I was just tiling over in uh, Rolleston, and it was literally probably a week after he decided to be my agent. He just said, "Would you play for for Tasman?" And I was like, "100 percent." So that's how it sort of all came Got about out. straight away. Yeah. Yeah, good. And what was it like coming up to Nelson and fitting um, into that environment? Mate, it was um, it was different. It was probably a little bit scary, like when I was first coming over. But um, so, how old were you? I think I was about twenty-two or twenty-three. I was yeah. a late bloomer, man. Yeah. I was a late bloomer. Like I, was, I almost thought the dream was over, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but then I came over and everyone was really welcoming, and I played for Maris over here. Yeah. We had a really good season and ended up winning the competition. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> you might have been playing in that one too. That one. <laughs> <laughs> you got one back. <laughs> yeah, one all at the moment. Is there any more to come? I think there might be. <laughs> I think there might be a few. <laughs> but we will get to those. <laughs> and then your first year with Tasman, did you start? Yeah, I started Straight um, in there. Started the whole season. Um, I remember after we won the final that year for Marist, we had a – a warm-up game against Otago the next day. Yeah. And being my first season, I probably didn't go about it the right way, but I rocked up to that thing dusty as a... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm celebrating. I haven't won many finals, man. And I, was, I was like a celebrate. I remember looking across me, they had a midfield scrum and we were splitting Bucks and Poppy Lee was in front of me and he's just <laughs> looking at me. Look, he probably smell me from over there, laughing. Thank God the uh, the ball didn't go his way. But um, but yeah, no, that was a it was a real eye opener being my first season in Tasman. Like the speed of things and yeah, no, it was awesome. And then when was it before you picked up your Crusaders contract? I think it was two seasons after that. You you so you were ten the first season, eh? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think you might have um, you might have led the the ball carries for the competition that year, <laughs> which, which, which wasn't ideal. Being love, a thirteen, <laughs> love the show and go, love the show and go. Um, but no, yeah. So I think it was my second year. Um, second year, I started the season on the bench because Bryce Heen came over. Oh yeah, and they signed him as a thirteen. Um, but for whatever reason, we ended up switching back. He ended up going on the wing. Or he might have got injured. Something happened, and then uh, I ended up having a, a good year and and picking up a wider contract with Crusaders. Yeah. And how cool was that? Awesome, man. I was um, just sitting at home in Christchurch, uh, getting my getting ready to get back on the tools, sort of thing. And yeah. And I had a text from Todd Blacker to come upstairs at Rugby Park and have a meeting. First off, I thought it was a prank. I thought it was, <laughs> thought it was someone like John to give me a bell. <laughs> um, so I was a bit iffy about it, trying to get hold of mates that I knew that were in the Crusaders to, to match the numbers and that sort of stuff. Um, 
but uh, if I, yeah, I went to Rugby Park and sort of sat out front because Rugby Park's, you need a swiper key to get in. Oh, yeah. So I just sort of stood there. <laughs> <laughs> not, I couldn't knock on any doors because there's a big green fence around the thing. So I was sort of just standing there not knowing how I'm going to get into this thing. And then uh, someone was going into the gym and swiped it and I sort of just acted like I was um, just hanging around the stadium. And then as the door was closed, I sort of ran and put my hand in between it and, and opened it up. And, and, went, and, saw and went, went in and seen him and had a meeting with him, which, yeah, he sort of just sat there and sort of ran me through the game plan. Again, I didn't know what I was really there for. Yeah. Um, and I'm like everyone else that when you get a call like that, you're a little bit in awe of what's going on. I'm looking around the room and uh, like Aaron Major, Tabai Matson, and Dave Hewitt and Todd Blackett are there, and and I'm just sitting in the middle getting asked all these questions about the game plan and stuff, and I'm <laughs> and I'm just not really taking on what they're telling me because yeah. I'm just happy to be there, not really knowing why I'm there as well. And then at the end, they all sort of asked me to just recap what they just said. <laughs> First test. <laughs> and, um, I don't know what I said, but it would be nothing what they said because I was so rugby raw as well. Um, I um, would have just made up an absolute story. But 100%. So I, yeah, yeah, just made up an absolute yarn and, and uh, yes, somehow got away with it and they ended up giving me a wider, yeah. Oh, you must have said something good. Yeah, I don't know what I said, mate. And did you live with uh, my brother that year? Yeah, yeah, me and Toby moved in together um, in Salisbury Street. And, Any uh, good stories from that? Um, Surely. You two would have been <laughs> up to all sorts. Yeah, we had a, we had a few sort of, a few good nights. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything bad off that. <laughs> <laughs> Does it end bad? Yeah. Um, no, yeah, we had good stories. We Obviously, a lot of them involved. Tojo's sort of um, theory was... If on the pre-season, if you go hard during the week, have a massive night on the Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday, recover. Yeah, right. So, yeah, we used to do that a lot. Um, and because of it's a tough pre-season, you, it doesn't take you much yeah. uh, to get loaded up. <laughs> so, uh, yes, yeah, a few sloppy nights out there. Uh, yeah. Getting... Did, did you get um, banned from a club for 24 months? Yeah, so <laughs> that's the one I was sort of humming and humming about. You've, uh, you've dragged that one up. The rugby ball bar. <laughs> yeah, we... What happened there? Well, we just... Um, it was me, Toey, Johnny McNichol and Crado. Um, oh, what all, a crew. We all just... Yeah, it's got danger written all over already, doesn't it? Um, went down to uh, the Hillwood pub just to sit there and have a few pints and, and put a few punts on the horses going around. Yeah, ended up spiralling. Um, syndicate was going real well, so <laughs> so the uh, drink started getting a little bit more expensive. Then we we ended up going back to Crado's house. I think Christy was there as well. He was just chilling upstairs um, <laughs> while we're just crawling through the doors, smacking over cruisers, walrusing them and stuff. <laughs> then we go to a rugby ball bar, and um, yeah, we all so. Then the rugby ball bar, there used to be the bar, and then the toilets were outside, but you had to line back up to get inside. Oh, true. Nicky. So it was just, a, you had to do a double line. You had to do a line to get into the area, and then a line to get into the bar. Oh, yeah. So we were inside, and man, when I'm drinking, like I've just got to piss all the time, eh? Yeah. 
So I'm standing at the bar trying to figure out a way. So I'm like, right, I'm just going to take a piss here. So I just was at the bar ordering a drink, pissing on the bar. And you could sort of get away with it because it was quite dark in there. Stream, stream going down um, past my legs. And this bouncer comes up to me and he's like, mate, um, you, you're out. And I'm like, what am I out for? He's like, oh, you don't actually seem too bad, mate. I'll actually find out why. And I was like, sweet. And then um, I'm ordering another drink. And as I'm ordering it, I just get tackled from this bouncer. <laughs> he just smokes me from the side and he's just going off. You're pissing on my bar and all this, just losing the plot. And then I'm getting chucked in a, in, a, in a lock, taken out of the bar. And as I'm getting taken out, there's like your Tyler Blindales, Tom Taylor, all outside just having a casual, quiet beer. Yeah. And there's me just getting thrown <laughs> along the fence. And then, and then uh, wasn't a great look. And then, and then about 20 minutes later, Crado's getting, he's getting pulled out. <laughs> J-Mac, don't even think he got let in. Um, and Tojo got kicked out for jumping back. He got kicked out and jumped back over the bars. Um, <laughs> over the fence to get back in. So and then we all got we, uh, got got abandoned. Had to sign a sign a jersey and and, get, <laughs> <laughs> and rewrite the wrongs, I suppose. Oh, that's classic. That's loose stuff. <laughs> yeah. Jeepers, the old days, eh? Yeah. The old and what days. happened to? I heard you had a real cool car to order curry. Oh, the car, the curry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real fancy way of saying it, man. Isn't um, it Italian? <laughs> no, it's me, mate. Um, no, yeah, the Carib. Um, yeah, it was a nice car. It ended up getting left here in Nelson somewhere. <laughs> yeah, sort of just deregistered and left it here because um, it could barely go. So I don't know where that is. Some lucky person at Jackpot. <laughs> Tojo said it was the stinkiest car ever. Yeah, well, it was with me on my tiling journey so you could just imagine um some of the the, the v's and the pies and stuff <laughs> the old stuff sitting in there and yeah i was a pretty grubby fellow when i was tiling oh eh? <laughs> no, i bet <laughs> but how was your um crusaders career like the actual rugby side of things because you obviously got to 40 caps did you yeah. win a title nah we lost um never won a lost title. in the final three two one two one <laughs> um, no, nah, we lost the final um, against the Waratahs. Uh, oh, that's right, that yeah. late penalty. Yeah, yeah. Were you playing that game? Starting? Yeah, I started on the wing. Oh, which, did you? Um, yeah, which was was random. Um, uh, yeah, I sort of I was playing at centre, and then uh, yeah, they ended up shifting me to the wing, which was a bit of an awkward conversation because when they did it, me and uh, Johnny McNichol was starting on the wing yeah. that day, and uh, we we're actually versus the Hurricanes. And um, uh, so this is when Julian Savia was having his, his um, <laughs> breakthrough year. Well, not breakthrough, but just, just demolishing everything in his path. Yeah. He, and um, I said to, to J-Mac, I was like, mate, I was like, man, stuff this, um, use the sideline as your friends sort of carry on. I was like, I want to see what the hype's about. I was like, defend on his outside and let him step in. I'm like, I'm just going to clean him up, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, was this you at 13? This is me at oh, 13. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. on the wing, oh, sorry. Yeah. And, um, and then uh, the scenario I had in my head happened in the game. So, like, yeah. the exact scenario, I'm like, it's time. And then so I sort of just launched myself, put everything into him, and uh, he's probably going half pace, not even knowing I'm there. Just piss bowled me. I got caught up in his shoelaces, and he sort of just stumbled and fell out. Lucky I just got caught up in the shoelaces. Otherwise, he's probably dotting. And I said to Jamie, I was like, bro, bro, stuff that. I, I know what it's about now. Go back to plan A. Sidelines your, your friend. I was like, come on. And then 
few phases later, um, we turned the ball over and I'm, I'm in the end goal. For some reason, I put myself in the pocket to yeah. clear it. And I just put my my hand on the top of the ball and I'm like, I'm spiraling this bad boy down there, man. And I couldn't have spiraled any more perfectly down the bus's throat. And uh, J-Max chasing him and uh, pretty much just played a game of touch and then bus ran around and, and I think he's, he he's might have scored. Yeah, but and then... Uh, Later on, that the next week, um, our major rang me up and me and J-Mac were playing FIFA on the couch and he's like, hey, mate, have you, uh, have you ever played wing before? <laughs> and I was like, oh, nah, but I'll, I'll give it a, I'll give was it a go. Was this the week before the final? No, no, yeah. this, is, this is just um, the week after, weeks, yeah. after oh, that yeah. uh, Hurricanes game. He's like, have you ever played wing before? I was like, oh, no, nah, no. Nah. He's like, do you want him? I was like, yeah, man, I'll play anywhere. He's like, cool. Um, well, you'll be starting on the wing this week. Um, we're dropping J Mac, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> sort of turn my head sideways. I'm like, ah. Oh. And then J Mac's like, oh, what do they have to say? I'm like, oh. And he's like, what do they say? I was like, nah, nothing, man, nothing, man. And then like two seconds later, his phone starts ringing with his name on it. I was like, look at him. <laughs> but he was really good, man. Like he. He helped me out massively with all the moves. He's, he's a real good mate about it. And, oh, that's good, eh? But, yeah, I probably um, didn't help him out there, to be honest. But Did you keep that spot till the final? Then? Yeah, ended up keeping it all the way to the final. Um, Must have gone good on the wing. Oh, I think I was just more of a... Crusaders spent years um, trying to fill that 14 jersey, eh? They didn't really have anyone, so I was sort of probably just a filler, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. And then um, just did my core sort of roles and... Uh, yeah, but I remember in that final we had kickoffs and the wings' jobs obviously to run after it and compete for the ball or put pressure. <laughs> and I remember running after it and I've pretty much just got guys like Matt Tottenham inside just running just as quick as me, which is not because <laughs> I'm not exactly a speed merchant. And I'm trying to get up for these balls and in my head I'm I'm off the deck a long way, but Falau's knees was flying over my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to the boy, like, we're going to kick to the other side, boys. I ain't getting this back. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. How was, um, not celebrations after that game, but how was the, what was the feeling like after that game? Um, it was, um, yeah, it was weird. Uh, I was, yeah, we're all obviously very disappointed. Did um, you spray the goat? Because it was his penalty, wasn't it? Was <laughs> nah, it? Was yeah, yeah, it was his penalty, which the ref ended up coming back and uh, and um, and uh, saying that he got it wrong. Oh, in, really? In the papers, yeah. Bullcrap. Yeah, after they analysed it, which, you know, it's good on you, but cheers, <laughs> you cost us, like, you know, you ruined us the whole thing for us. Yeah. You know, they've got a heap of titles now, but I, would, I wouldn't have minded one at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, but nah, um, nah, didn't didn't spray him. Um, I think I think one of the boys got on the piss and maybe said a couple of things here and there. But <laughs> it was you, eh? Huh? It was you, eh? No, it wasn't me. It wasn't, it wasn't me. You know me, mate. I was I was probably coming out by about ten. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and then Samoa came about. How and when did that come about? Um. It was sort of something when I was at Crusaders, I was float, floating into conversations with the coaches, but the, it would have made it more difficult for me to get my Crusaders contract, being yeah. um, having another international player in the team. So, so I sort of had to wait till I went overseas, um, yeah. cruised over to the Ospreys, and and then that's when it sort of come about. Um, oh, so you signed Ospreys first? Yeah, signed Ospreys at the very start of my last season with Crusaders, oh, yeah. just to get. 
it all like uh, locked down. Yeah, locked in, and did that. And then um, when that came about, uh, for me to play for the Ospreys, I had to get a Samoan passport. Oh yeah, which I wasn't eligible for. Why not? Because your dad has to be. Oh, it has to be your dad. Full, yeah. Full. Yours was your your grandparent. So my dad, yeah, my granddad's. Uh, he he was he was full, and my dad was half. Oh, okay. Um, so it didn't sort of match up, but being the uh, I suppose the Samoan government, they pulled a few strings. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you got your passport. And, I, and if I gave them my word that I'd play for them, you know, I just got slipped the way back door of the passport. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. So then you played for the played for Samoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so debuted against All Blacks um, at Eden Park. The dream. Oh, oh, the dream. It was like doing the longest Bronco of all time, mate. Hitting halfway, <laughs> coming back under the post. I think we got beaten 90 nil. <laughs> was it 90 nil? We must have been close to it, man. And were you at centre on the wing? Centre, yeah, centre. Who were you marking? Um, I think I was marking Anton Leonard Brown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a shame. I was hoping that uh, Crotts was going to be playing that game because oh, I've okay. I sort of been – I've played rugby with him since I was six years old, so yeah. it would have been a bit of a – Bit of a dream sort of story if we got to mark each other in my debut, but yeah. it didn't work out that way. But I remember that game was just nothing like we've ever felt in the game before, you know. They had the right guys in the right spots and we just, yeah, no, nah, couldn't just keep up. couldn't keep up. They no. were just next level. They have Bodie at 10, yeah. Sunny. So you got Bodie at 10 just interesting, you're 12 every single time because he's so quick. Yeah. And then you got Sunny Bill just doing his sort of set up. And yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was a... It was, a, it was a mission. It was a tough day at the office, especially being a centre, <laughs> having to make reads all the time of these. Again, yeah. the bus coming out the back. <laughs> it's just a, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't fun, mate. <laughs> what did you tell the winger before the game about the sideline as his friend? Did you go with that approach, or? Oh, mate, um, they didn't get anywhere near the sideline. So it would be our friend, mate. They were going straight through the middle of us. <laughs> what was it like facing the hucker? It was. It was weird, man. Because. Um, uh, I remember I was watching. Uh, you sort of normally lock eyes with someone, and I was I locked eyes with Daggy because I sort of spent a bit of time with him over a few years. And um, I remember just how hard out he was. I wasn't expecting it. Like I know they go hard out, but I wasn't expecting it to be so intense. And, oh, really? Yeah, and he was like. It looked real angry doing it, and it was a side <laughs> I hadn't seen to him, and I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> this guy means business." So, <laughs> so yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was. I like, it was awesome, bro. Like, I wouldn't say it was like like intimidating. It was just, it was just, it was awesome. Like, I was more in awe, which you probably shouldn't be doing when you're playing them. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that's yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, did you you always wanted to be an All Black? Was that the dream? Yeah, like being a kid. That was always the dream. Like that's always everyone's dream when they're a kid in New Zealand, you know, um, yeah. to do the All Black and stuff like that. But then sometimes, yeah, things change and 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 you have to sort of adapt to that. And that's when Samoa came along. Yeah. Oh, how good! And the World Cup with um, you obviously went to the World Cup with Samoa yeah. as well. What was that like? Um, oh, it's, for me personally, it was quite a tough experience. Yeah. Um, Coaches changed from when I was there, um, my debut to the World Cup. I think the coaches changed, the head coach, maybe three or four times. Oh, real. So um, it was uh, yeah, it was quite tough um, coming into the World Cup. I'd come off a good season with the Scarlets. Yeah. And um, 
had a got an MCL injury towards the back end of that season, so I was coming back for that during the World Cup preparation. And uh, yeah, just sort of, uh, it sort of felt like me and one of the coaches didn't really see eye to eye. Who was it? Latham, Chris Latham. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what was he all about? Uh, he's yeah, he's obviously like an absolute legend. I was pretty excited to get coached by him um, yeah. leading up to it. Uh, but I don't know, I sort of feel like we clashed a wee bit. Um, I didn't get much game time in that. And, you know, partly because of form, which is my fault. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I just didn't sort of feel like we got along that well. Yeah. Yeah. And did you... Did you play much at that World Cup? You yeah, played a bit, eh? Yeah, I played um, all the games bar the first one that we won. Oh, true. If you find my record, 0 and 12. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, uh, that's probably why I wasn't getting picked, to be honest. <laughs> um, um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, played, played a bit. Just coming off the bench, though. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was... But it was a frustrating, real frustrating tournament. Yeah, what was the culture like? Um, it's different, like different. It, it's cool because um, I get to get a bit of an insight on what my granddad seen when he was growing up and yeah. and learn about the culture, which was unreal, man. Like it was cool. It was cool to go to the islands and see how they approach life and stuff. I, yeah. I love that. Um, a lot more laid back than probably I'm used to yeah. um, when it comes to review, preview. We didn't really do that yeah. <laughs> which is something I struggle with um, a wee bit um, but yeah it was cool it was cool how much of the Samoan culture and how much of your Samoan culture did you know before you went in there and you obviously couldn't speak Samoan mate I knew none, none like to yeah. be honest man I was raw as yeah. I was raw as I was going in there um, not knowing what to expect I was I'd heard stories about things that had happened like about seniority that sort of jazz yeah but um, I sort of just went in with the mindset that I've got to earn these boys like respect with how I play and 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 train. So I went pretty hard out um, at trainings and stuff like that. So um, I learned lots about the culture, which I'm stoked. Like you know, you can't buy any of that sort of jazz. So yeah. I was, I'm happy that I've learned all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So was the did they all speak English at trainings and stuff? Uh, it was like a mixture. Yeah. Um, so when I first got there, all of our calls were in Samoan. Yeah. So um, how I'd put it was, because I didn't know how to speak Samoan, I was more putting noises to the moves, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> so I'd listen to a noise and I'd be like, okay, we must be doing this move or yeah. whatever. I, yeah. I, I struggled with the language barrier, but the boys were all like real, like, because like, they could all speak English. They could all obviously. they could all speak English, but because you're playing for Samoa, you use the language, which yeah. is which is fair enough. But everybody was like real, like they helped me so much along the way as with all with the language and and the moves and yeah. and just and just the general cultures, as they were really helpful. Um, but as we went down um, towards World Cup time, obviously the coaches weren't Samoan anymore, so so the uh, moves and stuff ended up being in English. Oh, true. Yeah. And the Samoan dance, how were you, what's it called? The Sevata. Sevata. How were you uh, learning that and oh, what was man. your first experience doing it? It would have been against the All Blacks. It was against the All Blacks. <laughs> um, <laughs> were yeah, you man. as intense as Izzy doing it? <laughs> it's fair to say I wasn't too intense. <laughs> 
Um, I was nervous, man. Yeah. I was so nervous. Um, more nervous in the game, which you probably shouldn't be when you're versing the ABs. But yeah, I was shitting, man. Yeah. I was. Um, and then I think uh, I was messaging Sumo before, and he was taking the piss, saying he's going to whack a camera on me, like whack, <laughs> whack, a, whack a video <laughs> on me um, before I do it. So I sort of, I remember lining up on the screen on the back left corner of the of the sort of triangle setup <laughs> of the Civitar. And uh, I remember standing there, and then the um, I could see at the corner of my eye on the big screen that the uh, you could see me through the through the oh, arm yeah. out. <laughs> so if you watch it, I'm I sort of shuffle, <laughs> I shuffle to get away from the camera because man, I thought I was going to stuff it up. So I was so nervous. I was like, I'm going to stuff this up, man. So I was just I shuffled out of picture. <laughs> Did you stuff it up? No, nah, I think I oh, I think Nailed I got it, it right. Um, we, you got to do it. Uh, on captain's run day as well. Oh yeah. So you get a bit of a practice run. That's that's the first time you do it as a team. Yeah. And I remember I stuffed it up heaps that day. <laughs> so I wasn't exactly going into the game with a heap of confidence in front of uh, a whole lot of um, whole lot of people in uh, Eden Park. And and let's be honest, I probably did stick out a wee bit <laughs> like, in the blue jersey. So if I got it wrong. Uh, everybody probably would have seen. <laughs> Did it get any easier for you as you went through the World Cup and stuff? Obviously, bigger audience, but yeah, you must have got a bit more comfortable with your moves. And I didn't shuffle from that left hand corner, man. I stayed back stayed there the there. whole time, yeah. so I didn't uh, move too far from there. But yeah, I got a bit more confident doing it. Brought a little bit more intensity towards the back end <laughs> of the World Cup, <laughs> rather than just looking, looking uh, with a real confused look. Uh, <laughs> Looking, um, yeah, trying to just work out if I was getting it right, but <laughs> but now nah, towards the back end, I could sort of bring a bit more heat and and uh, yell out yell out the words a bit louder. Classic. And would you st- so would you still play for Samoa going forward next year or this year? Um, What's the plans? Yeah, I'm not too sure, mate. Pro- to be honest, I'll probably probably close that chapter now. Um, after that World Cup, I was pretty sour about how <laughs> it sort of finished up, and, yeah. and uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah, I'd sort of probably probably say no. Fair enough. Yeah. Let's go back to your move to the Ospreys. Mm. What brought that about? Like, what was the dis- reasoning behind that move? For me, I always wanted to go overseas, yeah. um, check out that side of the world, and uh, get outside my comfort zone, I suppose. Yeah. And looking at the Ospreys, um, they, at the time, I suppose they were the best team in Wales. Were they? Um, yeah. Oh, true. Had a real stacked up team with guys like Dan Bigger and Reese Webb, yeah. um, Alan Wynne Jones sort of set up. Yeah. So, had an awesome team and an opportunity to go there. Seemed like a no brainer. So, yeah. so, so, went over there. Big cash. Nah. <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> opportunity, mate. Um, but no, nah, I went there and. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it's just it was different again. Um, different experience again. Eh? I remember your first interview went must have been when you first got over there, <laughs> and you were just chomping at the bit. chomping at the bit. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> I reckon you said it about ten times. Yeah, well, one when of you're the chomping greats. at the bit, you just you just tend to say the same word all over and over again. No, I've probably done it on this interview as well. <laughs> no, no, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, you I must was, have been excited, though. I was jumping at the bit, mate, to get out there. I think, I think we're best in Glasgow or something. So yeah. <laughs> Who were your coaches? Who was there a coach that got you over, or was it just your agents work? Uh, agents work. Um, coaches were Welsh. Oh, um, yeah. Steve Tandy and 
stay tidy, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> loved it there. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, uh, memorable. <laughs> yeah. Don't have the most memorable experience, but I can't even remember the Max coach <laughs> name. I would have just, there was lots of new names over there, so I would have just been calling him mate, probably. Or boy. <laughs> so, did you play much over there? Yeah, man, played heaps. So um, we went from Super Rugby that season, which I ended up playing majority of the season. Then Super, I mean ITM Cup, played the full season there. Then, yeah. and then ended up the full season for Ospreys when I got over there. True, so, just starting thirteen. Yeah, so oh, sometimes on the bench, yeah, just yeah. rotate a little bit, but every game. So it was about fifty something games on the bounce, man. Holy. Yeah, and only missed about two out of that that whole sort of block. Yeah. So I was pretty, I was pretty knackered towards the end of it. Eh? Shit, your body's doing well to still be going after big seasons like that. Well, it's barely going, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently out this week because of a hammy. <laughs> True. <laughs> and then you moved to Scarlets. What? Why was that? Yeah, man, I moved over there. That was awesome move. Like, um, I sort of struggled a wee bit at the Ospreys yeah. just with the way we played the game and the way. Um, coaches looked at the game. I what about the game was it? It was like they won the title maybe six or seven years before I got there. Oh, yeah. And um, I don't think we really adapt, stepped Still from that. To yeah, that. to that game plan, that style of rugby. And um, you'd sort of come with an idea that would get shut down pretty quick. Um, yeah. And if you threw an offload that went to ground, you'd get pretty much just ripped the shreds about it. But if you threw one that went to hand, it wouldn't get talked about. So it was just yeah. easier to be safe there, Yeah, which was probably our whole team's sort of mindset was just to be safe. Yeah. but um, Scared to make mistakes. Yeah. Um, but I remember, yeah, Wayne Pivak called me and said that he's pretty keen to get me over at Scarlet's because um, Johnny McNichol was putting on the good word for me there. Oh, the lad. Yeah. He remembered your D. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of my best mates, so... <laughs> He's just trying to get me over banter, probably. He's probably a lonely car ride to over to Pack of Scarlets, an hour away from Cardiff. Oh, uh, true. So you commuted an hour. Yeah, day. commuted. But um, but yeah, Pivac, uh, he missed me. He said, "Look, can we catch up for a uh, catch up for a meeting?" I was like, "Cool." There's a um, there's a coffee place, so and so. If you want to meet up there, and he's like, "I don't know what the hell you guys did at Ospreys, mate." But here at Scarlets, we catch up. We catch up over a beer. So I'll see you at the pub. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the pub. I think we had. Five or six pints. <laughs> Hell of an intro. Yeah, so, so... You obviously impressed him and he gave you the contract. Yeah, no, nah, man, it was... They just... Obviously, New Zealand coaches, um, Steve Jones there as well, which yeah. he was... He's very onto it, coach, smart. So, um, it was just a good move and they just looked at rugby a little bit like we do in New Zealand and, yeah. and tried to play that brand, which it's sort of... Yeah, no, nah, I enjoyed it. And they had a real stack team too, eh? And yeah. backline. So, did you... Weasel your way into the yeah, centre spot. Yeah, so um, ended up uh, ended up having a really good first season with Scarlets, and uh, started over at twelve or thirteen or bench. Me sort of me Parksy and Jonathan Davies sort of rotated. Good, I think, good crew. Yeah, I think it, it um, throughout the year they ended up starting Parksy at ten. Me twelve, Jonathan Davies at thirteen, which Parks is quite a 10, it's quite a big set. Yeah, you can imagine Parks are just trying to put a big spiral around field or just throw the biggest long balls of all time. He would have carried more than me. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't know. <laughs> 
But no, nah, there was a few show and goes, but um, no, nah, it was it was definitely a good move for me being there, eh? And you were there for two years? Two seasons, Did yeah. you guys have any success? Um, nah, to be honest. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I started getting the, the nickname The Curse um, most places I go, eh? Because when I got to the Ospreys, as I said, they were probably the best team in Wales and, and, and a good side. Um, I got there, we lost the semis. Then the year before I come to Scarlets, they won it. And we missed out on top eight when, <laughs> when I finished up. And the Crusaders were quite successful and Crusaders, before and yeah. after. So Crusaders, not too bad. And um, so uh, when I the season I left there, I don't think they've lost a title since. So, <laughs> so, so you can make up your own mind. But, <laughs> but at least your international career has been successful. Oh, yeah, hey, the curse are not too bad, 12 and, uh, 0 and 12 in international. But you did, you did win the um, championship with Tasman, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So that, that must have been awesome. How was that? That was a bit of a highlight, man. We had a, we had a, um, yeah, unreal season. Um, we had a sort of group of players, core group of players that sort of hung around and for, for years and we started sort of, when you were there at the bottom, I just remembering, man, this is tough to win. Like, yeah. this is tough to win a game. Yeah. So, um we kept that same group of players and, and our rugby IQ suppose went up and we became a lot more intelligent and better as a team and ended up winning that championship. How was that final? It was it was cool, man. It was intense. Uh, I remember at the end uh, fl- throwing it around and I think I think Siwa Halanuku might have he might have got the old uh, speed bobs and got ran around <laughs> by someone that went eighty and sw- um, Swanee ended up chasing him into the corner and. Uh, when he put it down in the corner, I just I knew that they sort of weren't going to win because they, he, they he needed the kick to win or needed, draw needed the kick to win, but hadn't was trying to give the tee to it's uh, trying to give the tee to uh, Buckman at half time sort of set up. Oh, so really I sort of I sort of thought yeah we're good. It was on a bad side too. We had yeah. the whole Tassie crowd just losing the absolute gherkin oh. behind them. So did yeah. it miss by much? Yeah, Did just it? straight off. I think I just off it's just as soon as it. Yeah. Oh, how good and no. what a night! Oh, it was great. A few days after it, I don't really <laughs> remember a hell of a lot. <laughs> but uh, I think we had a crack. <laughs> and then the following year, going up to the premiership, yeah. you made the final again. Yeah. So that must that was a massive rise for Tasman from pretty much the bottom of the championship to winning the championship to going to the final. Potentially could have won the um, yeah. premiership final, but it wasn't to be that night. Yeah, this is where your little three three one comes into play, because <laughs> you're obviously in the other three. Um, but um, no, uh, that was that was uh, yeah, it was a hell of a rise. I sort of reckon even if we were in that premiership grade the year before, we would have went reasonably well in it as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, getting to that final. We sort of butchered it a wee bit because we had a game against counties here. If we won, we would have ended up getting a home semi and final. Yeah. Um, but we we lost that game, which I think cost us in the long run. I didn't really get the whole home field advantage until that game. Yeah, yeah. it was unreal. Unreal right? atmosphere, man. Got there. I remember game the when we got there we're just walking down the road you know just you do to get treats and stuff people pretty much trying to swerve in their cars that hit us like just <laughs> prick of the things down there, up there eh? um, just getting abused from all angles um 
just even just casually having a coffee, just getting abused by, you know, I might even be like an 80-year-old lady who's just buying into the whole Taranaki thing at that stage. Um, but no, nah, I went to, yeah, went um, went there and I remember just, I remember you boys just sort of bought a, a different sort of heat that we'd felt the whole year. Like it was intense, man. It that was, was physical. Mo- I reckon it was one of the most intense games I played. Yeah. It was unreal. Yeah, you had like um, Waisaki and... Um, Tamani Valu just beasting it that day as yeah. well. They were hard, man. They were hard. They were like hitting rocks, you know. Yeah. So yeah. And you, but you scored the first try. Oh. <laughs> Controversially, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> Can we call that two free? <laughs> nah. Um, yeah. Got, um, ran a bit of a line off nine, I think, and um, got to the line, and uh, got held up. But obviously. Being an honest man that I am, I claimed it. Got to do it in the final, eh? Yeah, claimed it, and uh, he actually he actually awarded it, which was uh, was Jackson at the time. I was, I remember seeing him that night out in town. Yeah, and I went up to him. I was like, "Boy, I didn't even get that try," and he's just like, "Doesn't matter, mate. You still (laughs) lost the final." And I was like, "Oh, you're an asshole, mate." <laughs> well, that's classic. Oh, I still can't believe he awarded that. Like, nah, I was on my never, back, mate. Never looked likely. They checked it too. I know they went upstairs, and I was on my back, pretty much looking at the stars. And yeah, he's he's gone and awarded it, which was shocked. <laughs> oh, some good times. And now you're back with Tazzy. Yeah, thirty-two years old, going strong, sharing all your knowledge and experience <laughs> to the young kids. Yeah. What's next? I don't know, mate. I don't know. Um, at the moment, I'm just trying to trying to figure me out. Like, I sort of came back, the chance to come back here, Goody, Goody uh, yeah, flipped me a contract. I don't know if it was out of love or... <laughs> <laughs> Respect. <laughs> or, yeah, or what, but um, yeah, he gave me an opportunity to come back, which is awesome because I, like, wanted to come back and play for... T- There's not really another team I'd want to play for. And, yeah. And I sort of thought... I hadn't played for a while. I was getting a little bit disinterested about the game, was thinking about hanging the boots up. Mm. And then I thought, when this come up, what better opportunity to play where it all sort of started and, um, yeah, get, and to find out if I still love the game, which, which yeah, I am, I'm loving the season. You clearly do. Oh, oh mate. Hey. I love the game, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Would you do a super gig? Um, mate, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I, I don't know if I'm, probably going to be that sort of the quick enough for that these days <laughs> back on the wing yeah back on the wing hey eh? like i was pretty slow wing those days and i've lost a couple of pace yards these days so i don't know but uh yeah oh how good well we will see i'm sure it'll be something exciting and if not that maybe the tiling business yeah, but exactly. as always we've gone to our questions and Karen Fonatier, you know, you know what it's like when we get an international superstar on. <laughs> we get a lot of questions. And first question is actually from your good friend Johnny McNichol. Is it true you could have gone to the Olympics as a swimmer? Um, no, that's <laughs> very far from the truth. <laughs> Anybody that knows me knows I don't like swimming. <laughs> um, and as you mentioned before, with my head, I probably would have just sunk anyway if I jump in there. So swimming's not really a great option for me. But you, it's not just swimming, eh? it's water. Yeah. You, ha- you won't have a bath. No, nah, I don't like getting in it, man. It's just, yeah, it's not me. Is that a fear 
And where's it come from? Yeah, I got happened when I was a bit younger. I just, yeah, something must have went down when I was in water. And I you get, don't know what happened? Yeah, I sort of must have sort of just blocked it out a wee bit, but I don't, I just don't like getting in the water, man. I just sort of, it's probably why I'm starting to fall to pieces now. Because <laughs> you've never done full <laughs> Haven't recovery. really done recovery. <laughs> Not a big fan of doing icing either, so. <laughs> <laughs> Would you get into an ice bath or Yeah, no? I've got into ice baths and stuff like oh, that yeah. before. As long as... What's the rule as long as you can stand up? Or yeah, I don't know. I just, like, I suppose it depends how severe my injury is. And yeah. Because, uh, yeah, we're in South Africa one year and I got a hematoma and dead. Our team doctors just like, look, if you don't um, do, like, the swimming, like, sort of um, ice baths and stuff, we're going to have to send you home because you're not going to be able to recover in time. <laughs> oh, this is my first South African <laughs> trip and I was like, man, these steaks are good, eh? <laughs> I was like, I, I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, She's so called I, you out on your phobia. Next thing I'm doing laps now. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, yeah, so I went and did some ice baths and, and uh, got, to, got to hang around and have a few more steaks. But you wouldn't go swimming in the beach Hell or no, river or anything? No. Nah, it doesn't appeal to me at all. What about on a boat? Oh, yeah, I love fishing, man. Everyone, oh, yeah, fishing. everyone <laughs> that knows he knows I love fishing, eh? Don't catch a lot, <laughs> but intent is there. <laughs> That's, that is key. <laughs> So you wouldn't be an Olympic swimmer. <laughs> okay, um, this one says, or oh, you sort of just touched on this, interested in playing Super Rugby next year. Yeah, well, you know, just I suppose if things pop up, you, you you weigh them up, but it's not really my focus right now. Right now it's just me just trying to get right, trying to put some games together and, and um, yeah, just try hopefully play well. See what happens, yeah. Okay, this one is, what was Brad more like as a coach at the Scarlets? At the Scarlets? Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's like a, he's a bubbly guy. Like he um, gets really into his job, loves his job, says every day at work's like spending a day in Disneyland. So he's a positive guy. Yeah, loves it. Yeah, loves it. But um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like the last season at Scarlets, I didn't really like. I suppose I agreed with some stuff, but disagreed with a lot of things as well. Like yeah. um, he had some really good methods that I, I loved, and there was some that I didn't like so much. Um, but like, I like him as a dude. So yeah. so like um yeah. It's, Did he like you as a player? Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah. Well, I think so. Um, All blacks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I can really cap for some. I always had to close that chapter. Eh? I knew oh, I should have yeah, held true, out. <laughs> no, nah, nah, but no. Nah, obviously, he was my first agent, so he got he seen something in me when when not many people did. Um, the knee brace, yeah, the knee <laughs> brace. So uh, I've always respected him and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah good. Um, do you still tell the ladies that you're Italian? <laughs> no, I used to. Uh, <laughs> used to be a thing I used to do when I was a bit younger, 20s or something like that. Uh, 30s. 30, nah, not anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, I used to used to say that my last name was Italian, Fonatia. So. <laughs> Just because obviously the girls uh, used to like foreigners in Christchurch. <laughs> Did it work? Uh, no, I don't know, man. <laughs> On the tier. On the Okay, ask him how he rated the Swansea nightlife. Swansea. Um yeah, man, it's loose. Loose, eh? It was um yeah, it was 
what can I say? You can sort of just get away with stuff that you wouldn't normally get away <laughs> with in town, eh? <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty pretty loose <laughs> loose night out. Um, waking up a few mornings, come to training with the tail in between the legs, yeah. but nothing ever come up of anything. Oh, eh? Thinking that you're going to get in trouble. Yeah, all the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every night. Every damn night, <laughs> eh? Oh, shit, nah. But it was yeah, it's loose loose night. Oh, that's good stuff. Uh, worst golfer you've played with. Worst golfer, probably one of my mates in Wales, Sam Davies, bit of a shocker. Shocker, yeah. <laughs> Thinks he, he tends to think he's quite good. Brings back a lot of old memories of Harry. Harry used to play um, back in the day, but we played a few times. I never seen it. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's from Tojo. Have you ever been to an Origin match? If so, how was it? Yeah, it was good, eh? Like, I watched the replay. <laughs> you were there, so you obviously know this. Um, but, yeah, we... I was sick leading into that tournament, eh, man? I had the flu. I was real tired. <laughs> Nothing went right. Nothing went right. I was... Yeah, we had obviously a few drinks before it and went to... Went to... Uh, what's the stadium called there? The that, was the, that was the big one, the big, eh? The big boy, eh? Went there, sold out, obviously. 80,000. 80,000. Atmosphere absolutely booming, and I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> fell asleep, man. I wasn't sure if you were going to make it, eh? Because you were asleep on the bed in the hotel. I in your hotel. As I said, man, I was crooking. Everybody that knows <laughs> that, that when you get the flu, obviously you get extremely, <laughs> extremely tired. I done well to even get, it, to get there, mate. <laughs> that was the only reason. <laughs> I think you, you smashed the window, eh? I remember you throwing a shoe or yeah, something at Tom. Or... Yeah, we were all having like a wrestle and I decided <laughs> to take it to the to the next level and, and throw my shoe. It might have been you. I, usually I, me. Usually you and... Um, it, I held on to it for a little bit too long and let it go a little bit too late. <laughs> smashed a, a double glazed window, but it only smashed one side of the double glaze. <laughs> and um, yeah, we were trying to figure out ways to to fix that, but had to just own up and and pay the bill. Which again, what was that bill? It was about a grand. Was it? Yeah, and and when Thank you're you. in wider um, training group, <laughs> that's a fair chunk. It was a it was a tough old month that one on the noodles, and <laughs> I remember it came out on um on Andy you do it. I remember like just about to go buy a round. Yeah. And I looked at my account and I was like, shit, I can't get this round. So I just I think I ended up just cruising off. <laughs> Smoke off. See ya. <laughs> Sorry, boys. <laughs> Good times. Okay, what happened to your new bike and how much did you pay for it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I just got that bike. Um, it's a there, nice bike. Yeah, there it is right there. It's a lovely bike. Um, big seat on it. Yeah, the sofa. <laughs> yeah, the so seat on it called the sofa. Yeah, I bought it. I think it cost me a couple of grand all up. <laughs> Um, the bike was about a thousand, wasn't it? And you paid about a thousand with accessories. Well, if you're going to have a bike, you got to you got to have the right gear. Like you don't want anyone taking it. So I had to get the best lock, and obviously helmet was very expensive, but ended up being quite handy having that helmet the other night. Um, yeah, went me and Tojo went out for a couple of uh, beers. Um, we thought we we had this idea that it would be a good idea to get our get a bike and um, and instead of driving around bike uh, yeah. if we have a couple of beers um 
he ended up we ended up going to a couple of pubs and going to our bikes that we locked up with that with that lock and um <laughs> And he got to his bike and his bike had a flat tire. Oh, and I was like, later bolt. And I just jumped on my bike. I'm like, see ya. Went to McDonald's, got my McDonald's. As I'm biking back, I forgot that it was dark. <laughs> what and do you mean forgot that it was dark? Because I, so, so when we biked in, it was light. Yeah. And I didn't have um, night lights on my bike. Oh, yeah. So I forgot that it was dark and oh, I yeah, was dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this... Uh, a car ended up smoking me on that. <laughs> Got out. It was a, actually a family. <laughs> so, so what, did you go up over the bonnet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was probably, yeah. How fast was the car going? Nah, not very fast at all, mate. It was just one of those things that happened. Eh? It was, <laughs> <laughs> you live and you learn. Um, the bike's got fixed up now. I'm just got to get the confidence to get back on it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you walk your bike home or? No, no, they put it in the car and dropped me back off home. Um, <laughs> two of them hopped out and waited waited for them to get back. <laughs> Look, see, I mean, like, Nelson, you get away with that stuff, eh? But if I was in Christchurch, it would have been in a bit of trouble. Wasn't it? What was the convo like back to your place? Um, <laughs> Good chat. Yeah, they were really apologetic. Um, <laughs> Heading, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I was just trying to just, I suppose, stress to them that it wasn't their fault and don't worry about it. I was, I come away unharmed, I was, I was all good. Oh, but the bike's okay now, and yeah, it's fixed ready now, for its mate. next adventure. Look at it just glistening over there in the sun off the deck. It's <laughs> <laughs> what a picture! <laughs> okay, hardest 13 to mark. It's a good question. Hardest 13 to mark. Um, oh, yeah, um, Robbie Fron, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I struggled with him massively at the start. He's a beast, and I, like someone I sort of looked up to as well. Yeah. Um, strong as, fast as, yeah. just real, <laughs> just a real stars. handful, man. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember just defending on his outside shoulder because I knew how quick he was. Yeah, but he was still getting around me. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> was he that quick? He was quick, man. Was he was he? real quick. Yeah, he was real quick and obviously strong as. So you got to worry when you. Um, when you're sort of like, you're almost, he's trying to get to your outside, then he straightens up on yeah, you and he yeah, just bunch you. Yeah. Like, he's, he's tough to get a dominant tackle on. Yeah. So, again, another one I just used to try to get caught up in his shoelace and hope he tripped over as well. Hard to argue. He sent me flying a few times. Yeah. Okay. What is your thoughts on the ACT party's policy to bring GST down to 10% for one year? <laughs> Is this politics? <laughs> Are we talking politics here? I guess. Reggie Goods sent this one through. He knows how much you're into politics. Oh, obviously. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm a big fan of 10%. <laughs> GST, but... <laughs> if that's Reggie, maybe he should go for bloody Prime Minister. <laughs> what a question. <laughs> okay. Not much. Um, was it difficult going to Wales and leaving New Zealand? Um, nah, I didn't find it hard to leave New Zealand, to be honest, because it was something I always wanted to do, was cruise off out here. Yeah. So um, the transition was difficult, um, as in uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't too worried about being away from friends and family. Like yeah. uh, That's something that never really bothered me a heap because I knew I was coming back. But it was just the transition from like um, just the smallest things like power, getting your power, internet, 
just getting it all sorted was just it's just a process man like um here you can just ring up and they give you a time and a day they're going to be here and do it there it's like a it's like a month yeah. to wait for something and they give you at the time periods like eight till five at <laughs> night eight a.m to five yeah, p.m yeah. it's like come on man like i got a job and then you know, after the time you sit there and they don't even show up anyway but yeah. it's just i battled with that sort of stuff but um but actually just leaving new zealand nah, I, was, I was all good loved it yeah and what a career what a journey mm. only 32 years old <laughs> 32 years <laughs> still young. five years to go <laughs> to catch alex amy <laughs> <laughs> Well, that probably wraps up the podcast, Fonny. Oh, it's been a real pleasure to be here on the deck next to the bike and um, have a yarn about your journey. Obviously, unreal career, played international footy. You've done it all. Hopefully this season uh, you can get another championship yeah. or premiership to the bow and um, finish off your Tasman. Oh, no, you'll probably be back next year. No, I've just signed a one year, but we'll just see how we go. See what happens. But whatever happens, hopefully it all goes well. And uh, it's been a real pleasure to talk to you on the Waterlad podcast. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Thanks, mate.